hunting, fishing, and all things outdoors. It's not just a hobby, it's a lifestyle. Welcome to the Green Top Outdoors podcast with your host, Hunter Brooks. We got Todd Sadler with us today, Andrew. I love if, it. If you, might, if you don't know who Todd Sadler is, he's that handsome fellow that's in all those Green Top videos. He's that day. handsome voice you hear when we're getting ready to kick you out. Yeah, ten minutes that too. Everybody he's likes got, that. Todd's always had a lot of stuff good going for him. Like the radio face. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Face made for radio. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> Your mother loves it. <laughs> she may be the only one. Uh, a few episodes ago, you were on. We were talking about your big elk hunt. Yeah, uh, that you've been uh, training for, getting ready for. Absolutely. And um, before we get into that, you know, uh, I noticed, man, the other day we were like, we, we're good at sporting stuff like uh, branded items. Yeah. You know what I mean? We represent well. Without being sold out, it's like tasteful. you took, like you just took your Leopold hat off, and I did. I got my Leopold vest on. That's right. What was was Duracell batteries? Duracell batteries. Man, I was just sipping on a Black Rifle coffee. Todd, are uh, those Nikes? <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> they are not. But they are Obos. Oh, All um, right. But uh, you know, we got a lot of branded stuff we're always wearing, and uh, you know, we got the. That's I got a Charlotte Green. I got the hunt, the hunt local hat on. I like it. Uh, which you were not doing. You were hunting. No, no I was definitely not. You were not local yeah. to here. I was hunting way. You were way, way the hell out there. Um, but we're gonna get into your hunt, man. Um, before we do, is there anything we need to get caught up on that we missed out on? That, I'm just looking over at your notepad. There's somebody's credit card number. That is. So I hope they're so, listening. And I hope yeah, they so, really enjoy what they bought. Well, us. just trying to get <laughs> trying to get to get, get get together today for this podcast. Uh, it's been it's been difficult, it's been quite a task yeah. so far because so, it is. So we're not tossing this this number we're, out. We're for gonna our hang, listener. We're gonna hang on to that. If okay. next year we sound or next week we sound a lot clearer, yeah. sharper, we got new equipment. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Thank you, Mister V. So I had to get caught up on some voicemails because I mean my phone was about to melt today because yeah. it's you no, know, it's the day before hunting day before season. season, man. And I hear from people. It's like a Christmas Eve. I, too, yeah, yeah, I hear from people that I probably hear from once a year, mm-hmm. and the it's usually the day before hunting season. Yeah. Yep. But no, it's just my phone was blowing up, and I said, "Let me find out what the hell is going on with it in this mailbox." And you know, I had people in the mailbox that they wanted to give me money, so I said, "Okay, okay. let me take some time and get okay. some credit card numbers." So, if you guys want anything, we you know, I'm good. You know, can I just, order a pizza. I just ate. Yeah. You know, okay. It's, it's a whole thing. All right. So yeah, it's like the day before Christmas in here. It's uh, it's rocking. yeah, it's it's a little wild today, man. Which is good. It's good. It's good. And we got stuff. We do. It's which cool. Is, it's the first time in a long time. It's, Every yeah. corner of the store stocked up for you guys. And we ammunition got ammunition is looking good. Yep. Shotguns are looking good. Ammo update. Buckshot's getting low again. That's yes. be, that's because all of Central Virginia. <laughs> it's because the rest is, of the states are buying it right and now. Get in here and everybody get it else tonight, yeah. so you're not empty yeah. tomorrow morning. And yeah. there's um. There's plenty of 6.5 Creedmoor out there, 308. 7 mag. 7 mag. 25 on 6. 25 on 6. Did you yeah. find some 243 the other day? There is a little bit of 243. Yeah, it's been a while since it's, I know that, people yeah. get picky on that, but it's 95 grain SST Hornady. Mm-hmm. Um, Proven deer killer. Probably not going to last till Saturday, but we'll see. It was about 100, 120 boxes. We'll see. We'll see. Come get yeah. it while the kitten's good. That's right. But you were talking about eating, you know. And what's good and what's not good. I heard elk is really good. Oh, I, yeah. I've never had elk. I know two people that work here that have shot one. I've still never had it. Uh, yeah. 
Um, Some thick hands are getting out right now. It right? must Boys. not be that much fact, on the deer. Part yeah. of the story is somebody might have walked off with one of your yeah. uh, flanks, man. A- absolutely tragic. No, it was not walked me. Walked off with a tenderloin. A te- ooh, which Even is like worse. a six footer. Oh yeah, at least it's like a snake. Yeah, it's unreal. <laughs> yeah, and that's not cool, man. That's like, uh, I mean, you could fight. You could fight yeah, over a, that, a tenderloin. That's, yeah. that's terms to fight over. Um, so. You were in Utah, the no, great state no, of Utah. No. Oh no, great state of New Mexico. New oh, Mexico. Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, that's you're right. giving out All right. I thought you were in Colorado. No, keep guessing. I'm getting your elk story mixed up with another one I heard earlier today. It feels like every one of our customers this year went out west, yeah. and killed an elk, Shot and, every, and and a lot of them were in Utah. But you were in New Mexico. I was the outstanding state of New Mexico, uh-huh. and you were with our own Billy Niker. Yeah, he was my personal guide. He was your personal guide, and uh, man, y'all had some success. Man. I... Yeah, absolutely. So tell, tell tell us all about it, man. I, you know, we talked about this a while back. It's uh, the whole journey is is what made it so cool. You know, you you can buy a tag and go to certain states, and you can buy them right over the counter and, and go hunt. And, and still, it's a lot of work, it's a lot of preparation that goes into that. But you know, the other element that that adds to the mystique, that adds to the you know the the whole the, just the, the, the whole, whole package, thing, the whole yeah. package, mm-hmm. the whole package is it's a lottery draw. So, uh, Billy, he's been, he's been on me for years to try to, you know, go to New Mexico. Come on, man. Let's go hunt elk. Let's go hunt elk. And finally this year, I was like, all right, you know, let's try. So, we put in and uh, we drew, which was, that's that's the first part. You put mm-hmm. in together. Yeah, we put so in together. Only we put in as a group. Together. So, if he drew, I drew. If I drew, he drew. You know, right. if either one of us drew, the group drew. And uh, and yeah, and that's when it that's when it really kicked in the gear. The training started, um, getting the, getting the gear right, getting the bow right, the arrow set up, the, the broadheads, getting getting all of it right, and uh, losing thirty pounds, losing thirty pounds. Yeah, you dropped weight. Ten more out there. You added, you added weight to your your arrow though, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. So you oh, went yeah. you went heavier. Yep. Which is what you got to do. Oh yeah, it's about kinetic energy there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean the whole trip was incredible. Um, if you've never been out west, God, man, you, you got to do it. It's yeah. it's it's different. I, I was trying to explain it to my wife on the way home. Um, when you get out in that part of the world, it is big, it is wide open, it is desolate, it is brown, and it's it is beautiful, beautiful and, and ugly yeah, all at the same it's time. It's weird, yeah. man. And it's and the mountains is what blew my mind. All right, yeah. so you know I'm a Virginia boy. I'm used to hitting the mountains somewhere around Louisa or Goochland. Yeah, and you know working those little foothills up. You yeah. know until you get yeah. to the mountains. Out there, it's not. It's like flat. Until it's not, yeah. and then it's, it's flat, and then the earth just goes straight up. Yeah, yep. it's crazy. Um, so you know that in itself was was cool for me. I, I'd, I'd said all along that you know the, the trip driving across the country, the time in those mountains in New Mexico, um, the time with buddies, the time in that elk camp. That's that's what the experience was about for yeah. me. That was your hunt. That was your trip. Yeah. yeah, and you know if if I was fortunate enough to harvest an elk, you know that was icing on the cake, whatever whatever you want to call that. Right. And uh, man, so I guess I guess we hunted nine days out there. And had contacts with elk. I'm going to say a good solid eight of those nine days. We were in and around elk. You know, whether we saw them, whether I got the full draw, whether they were bugling and we were working it, um, constantly in contact with elk, which is incredible. Um, is he like a turkey with a oh, nose? It's, it's like a 700 to 900 pound turkey with a nose. Yeah, with a nose. It's, I it's, can smell the thermal drift. Oh, and it, smell it, everything. That's crazy. You said yeah. thermals. You know, thermals yep. is not something we typically think about here in this part of Virginia. You know, flatland stuff. Um, you got creek bottoms and ravines and stuff like mm-hmm. that that you hunt. But out yeah. there, 
the thermals, hunting the thermals adds a completely new dynamic to hunting. That it's you almost like hunting a tide on a big yeah, river. Where yeah. you got, it's not just timing, it's timing. You're working when the wind. Heat you're working up, both. Yeah. Exactly. You're working both wind and thermals. And you got to think, you know, thermals are going to turn around in the mornings versus Correct. the evenings. Yeah. You know, it's, it's the, it's the earth up, wind, up. down, wind, start on this side, finish on that exactly. side. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's so, tricky. But yeah, you know, it was it was incredible. Um, had some opportunities there, had some opportunities that I wasn't able to connect and make things happen. Um, and then, you know, it all. I guess it, it actually September 11th was oh, when nice. it all, yeah, yeah, finally something good to remember that day by, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, incredible morning. Um, we started out, you know, we've, we've been having some, uh, I don't want to call it tough luck, but uh, we've been working the same bull probably about four days in this one area um, called the Honey Hole. Just wasn't working. This bull had seen some pressure from both us and some other people. Um, it was an older bull. We know it was an older bull um, because it was actually killed um after we left, it got killed during our, a muzzleloader season, and oh, okay. it, it definitely That's had some characteristics that, of an older bull. No, that, not that one. Okay, that was a different one. Um, so uh, we decided, you know, let's let's back out of here. Let's uh, let's regroup, and try to figure something else out. We went to an area called Dead Man's Camp. hadn't been hunted this year. Um, we got in there, got into some elk kind of early. We can hear them up in the uh, up in the pines above us uh, on some shale rock. You now, before you can, before yeah. you continue, how far from y'all's base camp were y'all? Because oh. I know y'all y'all went. Y'all were having contact because y'all were well, well off the beaten path. Oh, absolutely. I mean, y'all were miles and miles. I mean, yeah. you, you guys put in a lot of miles. Oh, we week. put in, you know, looking at GPS watches, looking at maps, things like that. Um, it wasn't exact because we didn't have the watches on every day, but we were somewhere between 115 and 120 miles on foot. Nice. And that's, Good you know, God. and that's so, I mean, anywhere that, from 8,800 feet to and that's real 10, flat 2, ground. 10, it's like easy yeah. walking. Absolutely. Right? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, you're, you're <laughs> flip flops and Crocs. Right? <laughs> oh, that was yeah. crazy. Uh, you know, and you, you know, you say that that's, that was the craziest part for me. Um, that was probably the hardest part was getting in the mindset, um, having your head in the right head space to know that, all right, we're going to drive for 45 minutes and park because you can't drive more than 100 yards off of off of your forest service road. Yeah. So you, you, you'll drive for 45 minutes and park, and then you're going to walk for an hour, hour and a half, two hours a lot of times before you really even start your hunt. That's yeah. And it's Everything's uphill. packed away in your backpack. Yeah. Sun up, sun down, doesn't matter. You're yeah. just walking. You're, you're walking, start. and you know, and it's just getting your head in the right mindset for that. Um, it's 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 difficult. Um, but, you know, we, we were able to get there. The day we killed the bull, we were four and a half miles back. A little, maybe a tick over that. Um, by the time we were able to get them working, we were, we were kind of working a contour around the side of a mountain, and uh, bull bugled up above us. And uh, <laughs> Billy, with his infinite long legs, which is insane, <laughs> he's a machine, man. That dude is a machine. He, he'll, I mean, literally, I Boy, ate his like dust for 115 miles. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's like, all right, we're going up. You know, so at that point, you know, you, you big boy it you, straight up. You know, you're getting four or five six hundred foot of elevation just over like a quarter of a mile um we get up there working it bull wouldn't wouldn't quite come in wouldn't commit it's like when you have that turkey that just hangs up just over yeah. the ridge you know so yeah. it's like, all right let's move in a little bit closer he's hung up so we moved in a little bit closer you know he's hanging back behind me about 30 yards just what like do you he was think was call. hanging him up was he you know i think he was right on that ridge yeah. you know and and the thermals he was trying to play the thermals trying to figure it out um, yeah. we later found out it wasn't just one bull it was three uh-huh. um together and none of the three had cows so they were trying to figure out what was going on we were bugle we were bugling to him and our billy would rather was bugling to him and they were answering 
Um, and they, they were looking for cows is what it was. And the thermals, they just weren't quite sure what was going on. We closed that distance a little bit. Billy hung back about 30 yards. Uh, and he started mixing it up. He started getting aggressive with the bugle, cow calling as well, making him think that, you know, there was a bull there that had cows with him and yeah. he didn't. And all of a sudden, they just all start going off, you yeah. know, inside of 100 yards. Yeah. We've got one above us at about 40 yards in the Aspens. You see him moving in there. I've got one in front of me at about 50, 60 yards, one right behind him. And uh, just trying to figure out, man, what, what's going to happen? What are we going to do? And then one just, he committed. He came on in like he was like a little toy train on a string. And uh, I had my spot picked out. So that's where I'm going to draw. When he gets past that big ponderosa pine, that's where I'm going to let the arrow fly. He actually uh, picked up speed, trot it through my opening, and stopped behind the bush. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting there like, man, this is I'm so That's screwed. What happens? Yeah, I'm at full draw now, and I'm sitting here looking at this guy, like, do I, do I force the shot? No, no, no. I have a small window, and I was like, I, I know I can make that shot, but do I force it? Do I force it? And uh, he turns and looks at me, and I swear to God, it felt like he was looking through my he soul. He said, "Just yeah. shoot me now." Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I let it fly. Uh, double lunged him. He uh, he went about 50 yards. Watched him lay down. The crazy thing was, you know, when he laid down, what blew my mind was the other one stood 20 yards on the other side of him and bugled his head off for like another 10 minutes. Really? Oh, yeah. Hmm. And Billy, he, he came up then because he had a tag as well. Yeah. And uh, and Billy had his recurve. Yeah, he had his recurve. So, yeah. So he was like, man, we, we need to make this happen. And and that bull just sat there and bugled and bugled and bugled. And I really think if mine wasn't sitting there dying and bleeding out in front of him, yeah. we would have doubled up that morning. Yeah. Wow. Um, but yeah, and it's just to go over there and it, you know so I watched it and then I turn around to talk to Billy and I turn around and look back and I, I'm glassing and I can't see him I can't see my bull I'm like oh man he got up he got up and we go over there he didn't get up he rolled down the mountain a little bit which was insane and you know to, to walk up and this is this, this is what got me Billy was running video and I didn't realize it to walk up and actually put my hands on that animal yeah. after working my ass off yeah. for a year um, after yeah, being a bow hunter, you know, it's if, if you, to me, I, I don't know, everybody's different, right? But to me, if, if you're a bow hunter in, and you live in North America, to go hunt elk with your bow on public land, yeah, if it's not on your bucket list, then it needs to be. Yeah, it, it is, uh, you know, you I've done double all, check that list, yeah, yeah, man. Like, I've, I've had a lot, I've had some amazing things happen to me in my life, my kids, my marriage, all that stuff. But as far as stuff in the outdoor world. I have never done anything that's that's anywhere close to that. Cool. That that is the pinnacle for me. Yeah, and I did it. You know, public land, put my hands on 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 that guy, and it was just like, man, like all the it's emotions not supposed just to busted work. out of me. Yeah, it's, you know, yeah. it's not supposed, supposed to go to and blow a tire. So it's like ten percent. It's a ten percent fill rate on yep. tags in New Mexico <clears throat> for early bow season. It's a ten percent fill rate, and then that number goes down exponentially when you talk about is it your first trip, second trip, third trip? Yep. You're more experienced bow hunters. They 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 make up more of that ten percent than your than your first time. Luckily, that's where I had my, my you know the ace up the sleeve. That's where I had Billy there. Yeah, right, right. Which was incredible. But so yeah. we going we going next year? Uh, no, negative <laughs> negative Ghost Rider. So what, uh, what is Billy? Three for four. Uh, so I guess he's been well, out four once years. He's right? gone and somebody's killed. Yeah. So every trip he's been out, either he's harvested or his hunting partner has harvested. So yeah. he's four for four. Yeah. On, yeah. On he, is, he has balls. never okay. been to New Mexico, and he or his hunting partner not. Well, it's good that the pressure's not on him now. Right. Huh. Yeah, because <laughs> the other two guys that usually go with him, they didn't go this year. Mm-hmm. They'd Correct. gone the previous years. And either they or Billy killed. Yep. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. 
Yeah, we tried, man. Golly, we tried the last. I guess that left us with like three days left in the hunt, and we tried so hard to get him on a bull, man. And uh, but you know, Billy didn't give a shit. He didn't. He didn't care. He didn't. He, he, he was said, happy. He was more happy you got one. Well, he said a being long a time ago. You know, like the mission was to get me a bull. Yeah, or at least get me the opportunity, right? Yeah, right. and uh, and and he told me, you know, we're sitting there quartering this thing out on the mountain, and uh, he's like, "Man, I don't know who's happier, me or you." <laughs> and uh, oh man, it's, and, and to to be there, and, and that's another thing that makes it so special, man. You you can go out with a guide, you know, if you want to, that's fine. Not knocking that, that's awesome. If that's something you can do and you want to do, right on. But if you have an opportunity to take somebody that is, you know, that that is that that important to you, that is. You know, we've been friends for 16 years. Right. You know, he was one of my he was one of the first people that I latched onto when I got here at, at Green Top, and really took me under his wing. And uh, we've hunted together, we fished together. So to to go out there and share that experience with somebody that's just as pumped up for you as oh, you yeah. are, man, that, that just that's a, that makes that, for that him makes, it's better than pulling a trigger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and it, it ties the whole hunt together when yeah. both y'all get along so good. Oh yeah. And you spend 30 hours in a car one way. Ooh, that was. And then ten days with probably minimal showering, oh, hygiene's yeah. you know might have gone out to window. Billy and then keep, another Billy, thirty hours. Did Billy keep it under the speed limit? <laughs> no, no, he has changed. Billy has evolved. Twenty years ago, that thirty hours would have taken like forty five. Oh yeah, I was Billy, say. He, he has evolved quite a okay. bit. He's uh, so he goes with the flow of traffic. Oh yeah, he rolls okay. now. Good, good. Yeah, because we went on a duck hunt years ago. You know, he's driving. You better leave now. Yeah, and I'm thinking 30 minutes. I'm like, God, man, I should have driven. I'm like, hey, man, you know, you can go 56. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember those days. But he lives so close to the store. He lives so close yeah. to everything he does. He's yeah. everything's 15 minutes. Everything fast. You and, drive. and he drives 35 yeah. miles an hour everywhere, except to except mm. to uh, New Mexico. New Mexico. Yeah. You talk about that. You talk about going in four miles where you killed your yeah. bull. When I was in Utah and I just saw it last week in North Dakota. Four miles, or you look at that ridge, you're like, oh, we just got to go over there. Yeah. Then you look down, and then, you know, it's a quarter to half to three quarters of a mile down. Oh, yeah. And then up, and then one more. Yeah. Know, we were in Utah. It was Line like of that. sight we, is very we different. Saw this, it's weird, man. So we saw the same thing. In Salt Lake City, it's just a big bowl. Yeah. Surrounded by mountains and a giant pond. And we get giant out of the hotel, pond. big old pond. <laughs> That'd be the great Salt Lakes, folks. Yes. <laughs> so we get out of the hotel, and we're like, look at this giant mountain. And we drive for 45 minutes and go meet our guide, and the mountain never got any bigger or smaller. Yeah. Like, we just drove right beside it. We didn't make any progress on it. I'm like, man, I wonder how far that is. And I said, Rob, how far is that? He goes, I don't know, 15, 18 miles. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, we drove 30 miles to get here, and it didn't yeah. get any smaller. <laughs> but it's weird to see that type of country as flat as we are. We're 250 feet above sea level. Yeah. Trees we're- everywhere. You know, somebody's got a big hunting field here. You might get a 400-yard shot. It's a pretty big field. Out there, you just see for. I mean, you couldn't. There's no way you could touch it all in a day on foot. Oh, no. no way. No, absolutely and not. A lot of stuff you'll drive 30, 45 minutes into scenery. Never. Yeah, that was a crazy thing coming back never to changes. Kansas because a lot of a lot of you know the the midwestern states. Um, we were going out there. It was in the dark. Yeah, flat yeah. and so, square. So too. coming back. Yeah. Yep. So coming back through Kansas, like I actually took video on my phone just to prove to my wife how desolate it is. Yeah. It's like a minute video of nothing but fence posts tumbleweeds and, and just four houses boom Another and it's like the miles. same yeah. four houses in the silo every 50 yeah. miles mm-hmm. um, it, it's it's That's exactly what North Dakota looked like yeah. I mean it's it's 15 miles of nothing four houses real tight 15 minutes four houses 15 mm-hmm. minutes then you go every hour hour and a half there's a 200 population town yeah bank church bar yeah you know, that's I, I mean it's grain bins everywhere but yeah it's the country's so wild and it's 
So we're in a good fun. spot where we're at because we get four seasons. We get sometimes oh, yeah. four seasons in a week. You know, we got flat. <laughs> we got hills. We, you know, we got the three of us have everything we could ever want within two hours. Somebody out there, they, I mean, they can't even get a tractor part within five hours. You're right. You know, the yeah. country is just it's a hell of a lot bigger than your backyard. Oh, yeah. It takes a trip like what you just did and what I've been on a couple of times. So, you know, it takes something like it really open your world up. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know, it's so, wild. Yes, I will go back. But no, we'll be next year. Not next year. Yeah, no. No, and in 20, I already booked him 2023. I think we're going to go to Massachusetts and shoot sea ducks. Oh. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's got me on that wagon. He's, got, he's doing something with his like, family next year. So <laughs> Disney World for the <laughs> five-year-old. Like, yeah, I, yeah. He's taking his kids on vacation or whatever. <laughs> in November. I'll take you on vacation the next year, okay? So, okay. Take me to Baston. What time of day did you shoot this bull? Oh man, it was. Well, what time was it? like eight fifteen in the morning? Oh, so it was early. Yeah, okay, it was early. So you got in early. So y'all had all day. Ooh, to, that makes a long day. Yeah, it does. But uh, how many trips? All out? right. So uh, yeah. Well, all right. So I guess one thing I, I can say is thank God where I killed it. Um, we were able to get the horses into. Okay. So four and a half. Um, you're not miles a cowboy. Huh? You're, you're not really. You don't. I'm not as a cowboy, cowboy but, but I bet you. that was a good looking horse when yeah. you started rolling in. No, no I didn't. I, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get to ride. Yeah. Uh, you know, we did have a, an actual, honest to God, cowboy in camp. That's cool. what he, he's lived his whole life out there. He is a cowboy. Mountain um, man, he is, cowboy. He has been everywhere from Montana to Arizona, California. Like, now, was he a guide or was so he? So he owned the camp years oh, ago okay. that we stayed at. Um, okay. And then he sold it to one of his friends out there. And then he's kind of, he comes back. He's he's one of the big helpers in camp. He okay. helps. He's the cook. He's the, the, the recovery so, guy. Kind of like a camp guide. We can cross him off the list as somebody that stole the. The tenderloin. Yeah, yeah, no, he didn't. That's do not that. him. Nah, okay. Not, not Bill. But he is on your Christmas card list. Yes, he yeah. is. <laughs> him and the man. horse. Because yeah. I tell you what, so we four and a half back, and it was four and a half uh, back out to the trucks, and we went back about a forty-five minute ride back to camp, and they're like, yeah, yeah, we think we can get the horses in there. So they bring the horses back in, and he's like, all right, I'm riding. I got my pack horse. You guys follow. I got short legs. I wasn't keeping up with horses or Billy. So I, I, I worked the contours. I said, I know where it's at. I'll meet you guys there. And I lost contact with them for, you know, better part of an hour, hour and a half, you know, going back in there. And, you know, even though you know where you're going. You don't know where you're going. You don't know where yeah, you're going, yeah. right? You know where you're going. Again, because it all looks got, the same. You got you, GPS. You got a pin, yeah. but it's just But it's just like, really? Yeah. And, uh, you know, when you know you're out there and, and you're that far, you know, away from the world yep you know it's it's kind of wild you know it's being out of contact with everything yeah. for so yeah. and i get up to to where it's at right and i so i get up to where we've got it all quartered and everything's ready to go and there's nobody around and i'm like what in the world but you knew and, you were in the right spot i know i'm in the right spot i'm <laughs> like they already come here and they didn't find me and now they've gone back and there's no self-coverage yeah done. so i'm like i'll just hang out here I actually beat them about 15 minutes by doing the contours they were going up and down up and down uh. Um, so, so you added distance. To I added trip, distance, but cut time. But I cut time. Twenty yeah. thirty minutes. Okay. So yeah, we were able to get it packed out on the horse, uh, which is cool. And we whole we, thing one trip. Whole thing one trip. Thank God. Oh, that's good. That's uh, good. Yeah, because I tell you what, if I'd have had to pack that out where it was going up and down, um, we we did that thing where like, oh, it's only like twenty four hundred yards or this way or whatever. That's that's you know that's closer. Yeah, this it's way. right there. But it's up down up mm-hmm. down up down and uh, woo, that was mm. uh. It was nasty getting out of there. A lot of a lot of blowdowns. It was crazy. But yeah, thank God for the horse getting it out of there. It made a long day. I think we were back in camp all said and done, maybe around four o'clock. So And then spent the next day back hunting. Or did you uh, take the first half a day trim prep? No, bag? no, we did that at camp that night until it okay. got dark right up till supper. Um we got up the next morning. Um we had uh we had a freezer with us, so we threw all the meat in the cooler. 
Um, so we're good to go. You tell me you put down 20 miles in one day. Yeah, man. That's a lot. That's I believe a lot that for these Billy. Short Billy, that's only like four hours. Yeah. But yeah, somebody, somebody with mine or your build, that's tough. Yeah. Whew. Well, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Was, I know uh, you were happy, man. Whoa. I was happy to hear about it. Um, that was cool. Because it was like six days of silence. Yeah. We didn't know. We're like, yeah, they're hunting. Yeah, uh, and, and that's just know. it, man. There's like one y'all spotting been, camp that you got to stand. Disney World as far as we know, like, yeah, they're out there. Yeah, you got to stand like on one foot, uh, you know, facing the right direction to get a good signal in that one spot in camp. And that's that's cool, man. It's just you, you check out from the world. That's the first yeah. time in, in my adult life that I truly feel like I have checked out from the world. I was able to, you know, check in with the kids and FaceTime once or twice when we, we had to go into town and things like that. But, I mean, it was – I, it literally could be days without hearing from anybody yeah. back home, and yeah. um, kind of nerve wracking, but really nice too. Yeah, you know, yeah. Miss the kids, miss the wife, but it's just, understandable. Just to unload from yeah. the world, man. That's whew, awesome. So another cool thing you do um, yeah. is relic hunt. Oh yeah, uh huh. Um, I used to go with my dad all yeah, the time. Yeah, your dad's got some spots. He's got some great spots, and he's found some unbelievable stuff. And what better state to relic hunt in than Virginia? Oh, man. I mean, right above the, Richmond. Yeah. The, the yeah. history that we have from, you know, Caroline, both yeah. of us, all three of us, group mm-hmm. in Caroline, um, we're in Hanover now. When, when you want to talk about colonial times, you want to talk about Revolutionary War, yep. uh, the Civil War. Oh, man. I mean, yeah, or just between just, Jamestown and yeah. Old yeah. Church and, oh, yeah. You but just uh, just good old, or just finding a, uh, an old house spot or something old like home that. Spots, mm-hmm. finding old pieces of silver and old you know, coins. It's some incredible. people like will wonder, well, what's so appealing about digging in the ground and, mm-hmm. and finding stuff? Well, that's kind of the the appealing part of it is you just never know what no you're idea. gonna find. You don't know if it's gonna be an Apple Watch or a Civil War button. Exactly. You just don't know. Yeah. You just don't know. It's it's uncovering <clears throat> history. People have, and some people do, right? Some people have an appreciation and an understanding and a knowledge of the history that we're walking over top of every day. Right. Some people don't. Some some people they don't they don't care. Some people they care, but they don't know they care. And, right. and, and yeah. I say that because you know that I have had the opportunity in the last two or three years to introduce a handful of people to relic hunting. Um, some of them, you know, they take it pretty lighthearted. It's it's fine. That's cool. Eh, that's a button. That's awesome. And then some other people, it's become a downright addiction. Yeah. And they love it. And it's the, the, the research before and after, you know, hey, I think I got a spot. So then you go in and, and you're, you're, you're digging into old, you know, Civil War journals, officers' journals, Diaries, things like that. You're looking at battle maps. You're looking at old historical maps, and... trying to find where the hospitals were located, trying to find where old crossroads were located. The the research that can go into some of that, that's as fascinating as the find itself. Yeah. And then you find it, you know. So like one one particular spot, you know, we knew that there was um, a skirmish there between some Union and some Confederate soldiers. Um, we knew that there was a certain division um, from Virginia, uh, Virginia Infantry that was there. And so we, you know, we start, you know, out in one of the fields and we start backing up, backing up, backing up and we get to the house and what's one of the, we start popping Confederate bullets up there. It's like, okay, now we're finding something. And then my dad pops a Virginia officer's coat button and it's just like, we can now. It ties your story together. And not only, yeah, man, it ties the story together, but we can tell you the day that that button was dropped. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, the day during yeah. the Civil yeah. War that that button was dropped. And we can tell you 
the the group, the infantry. You, we we can tell you the division that 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 button. You probably most can pull some names out of, of it. Yeah, you, you know, you could. may or may not have been here. But yeah. it's just like to to be able to do that. Like I'm I'm it's I'm a sissy man. I'm weird. I'm getting goosebumps talking about that. No, it's, but it's that's what's cool about it. Yeah, man. it's and, it's incredible. Yeah, and, and and like like you said, it just depends. Some people get something different out of it. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you're in, into it for, in my opinion, all the right reasons. Mm-hmm. You're passionate about it. The, the history behind it the is The before, is the during, and the after. Yeah. 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 But, and, you bring and, it and, in you know, you show it off to people who yeah. obviously do not care. Right. But yeah. it's so cool that you're attached to it. Because you you did the literature, then you did the physical work, and now oh, yeah. you're like, look at what I got in a shadow box. And there's there's a story behind about. it, oh, yeah. you know, more than one possibly, but there's value to that stuff too. Mm-hmm. But usually that never seems to cross your mind. You may find out later on, well, these things get sold for X number of dollars, right. which is it's nice to know, but. You know, it's not why you're doing it. No, yeah, it's in a shadow box on my mantle. It was worth more right. than two hundred dollars. It's to like find I, it. I used to see all the stuff my dad had. I'm like, I mean, and you know, he's not gonna. I mean, what's he's not gonna sell it? No, you know, he just wants. He'll probably just give it to me or give it to my brother. He wants somebody to look at. Yeah, because uh, you know he can, and he's still to this day. I mean, I remember when I was like six, seven years old, and going with him, he can still tell me, "Yeah, I, I found that with you on this day, and that's I found it at this uh, this old church at uh, where there was a near the it was near the wilderness or whatever." Yeah. I mean, he would just tell me, and I don't even remember going with him, but it's you know it's yeah. so cool that you say that too because he probably remembers the shirt you're wearing, right? The, you know, the yeah. day that you don't even remember you were there. Right. So yeah. I guess it was back this spring at that, that same place where we found that Virginia button. Um, my son had been going with us a little bit. I was there with my dad. And my son had been going with us a little bit, and he was really showing some interest. So we went out and we bought him a machine. And uh, he's he was eight at the time, and he was he was getting frustrated. Which, if anybody's ever relic on it, you know, and you, you got him learning a new machine for an adult can be daunting. It can be mind blowing. But you know, throwing an eight year old, you got to learn it and explain yeah, it. And yeah, it, and it's, he was getting frustrated. I mean, everything he was digging, he he dig couldn't couldn't get a good target, having a hard time getting signals. So I brought him over there, and I got in a what I consider to be a, a trash target uh, signal it just didn't sound right. It sounded like a tin can, a piece of aluminum, or something like that. And, and you learn that you as do. you go. Yeah, you know, you, you do. figure it you, out. You definitely do. It's but, but the and, and the technology, the equipment now versus what it was 30, 40 years ago mm-hmm. is much different. You know, is it, it a metal detector? Is it a relic gun? Is it a what is the what is the my, my man said relic gun a relic oh, you relic hunter? Really you? <laughs> well, you're right. I am yeah. relic hunter. I mean, is it people it's just call it, people just. <laughs> Uh, it's your traditional. Uh, uh, it's yeah. it's a machine. It's a <laughs> metal detector, metal or whatever detector. you want to call it. I don't know if people call them relic guns. Nah, beep nah. beeps. Or most people, most of us nerds, would call them the machine. I like yeah, say, machine. I like to say, look at those dudes out there scanning the earth. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just one. I mean, uh, happy as can Caroline be. boys at their finest, <laughs> right? Uh, but no, I mean, technology. <laughs> don't come, forget where you came from. I know, I know, yeah. I know. Uh, where was I going? Technology's come far enough to where um, it can give you a really good idea of what you're digging, mm-hmm. but. Uh, like a belt buckle, for example, a U.S. belt buckle, a C.S. belt buckle, whatever, it can sound exactly like a tin can. It can sound yeah. exactly like a Budweiser can. Right. So you know. Yeah. Uh, and so, so you got to watch that. But um. So but yeah, I, I interrupted you. Yeah, you were you're talking good. about you and your son. Yeah. So I was out there, right? And and I got this one. It's like that's a trashy target. It just it sounded jumpy. It didn't sound solid. Yeah. Numbers bouncing all over the place. And this one over here is real solid. So I brought him over there. Said, all right, look, you're having a hard time. Swing over this. So he swings over it, and he, he hears the signal. I was like, "What does that sound like? You, you like it?" He's like, "No, it, it sounds, it sounds just weak." 
I was like, yeah, okay. Scan over here. I'm like, swing it over here. So he swings over there. He goes, that sounds good. I'm like, exactly. That's what you're looking for. You're looking for the difference between this and that. I was like, all right, let's dig it. So I give him the shovel and he starts digging it, man. He pops the plug out and he pops the plug out. And I'm like, whoa, 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 stop, 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 stop. There's a button back setting up. I'm like, man, we're 10 feet from where my dad dug his Virginia button. And my eight year old mm. just popped the button out of the ground. I'm cool. like, do not swing the shovel. Yeah. So I get down there and it was a, uh, it was a, it was a union uh, eagle coat button. Which, just uh, throw it back. No, I didn't throw it back. I didn't throw it back, man. But I mean, to see the look on this dude's face, yeah, uh, it's it's. He's like, "Is that good?" I'm like, "You found something." Yeah, 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 yeah. you found something. So like, one of the first things he literally and and, yeah, I helped him there. But one of the first things he identified: good target, bad target. Popped the plug himself. Um, An awesome eagle coat button, and it's just like I'll I'll remember that day. I got the picture with him sitting there with his brand new machine. You speak the lingo. He popped the plug. He popped the plug. Man, that's important. Sure, it's not a relic gun. That's important. I I went. I went to. I went to Hunter's house here one day, and man, it it depends. Like if you're on the field, I don't care. I'll dig a hole, fill it in. But when you're hunting people's yards, you know, if you're hunting somebody's yard, the reason you're hunting that yard is because that house or that area has some sort of significance historically, right? So. You don't want a one and done. You don't want a bunch of five iron divots you, in it. You don't field want it to look too. like yeah. Caddyshack in exactly. the yard, right? Yeah. So when I'm hunting somebody's yard, I'll actually go with a pillowcase and I'll cut a nice clean hole. Sharp shovels, good shovels are, are important. You cut a nice clean hole and you'll flip it out right onto the pillowcase. Every bit of dirt goes onto that pillowcase. You'll dig your hole, you'll find what you want, and then it goes right back into that. It's like you were never there. And you can't tell I was there. Yeah. You know, and, and and you know what that does? That gets you. That gets you back. an invite. Yeah, oh, it gets yeah. you invited back. Yeah, I didn't care because I was getting ready to sell the house. Yeah, you're good. Because yeah. I was getting the hell out of Richmond. It's the same theory as like. <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah, yeah, that's the same theory as picking up a shotgun shells yeah, when you go absolutely. somewhere. You want to leave it better than you leave found it, it better than you found yeah. it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and like you said earlier, finding the right areas. You know, it's not like you seek out areas well maybe you do but if you get but if you get if you get permission to go somewhere Mm -hmm. if somebody says yeah well you know i've got 25 acres Mm -hmm. and and over here you're going to find out where it is and you're going to hopefully get a better idea of what where on the 25 you will be able to find there Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and regardless if you you find anything or not you're still going to go oh yeah because you just never know no if you leave it trashed that guy probably has a buddy that has 50 acres. You'll never oh, get yeah. an invite. If never you leave it right and you tell the guy, thank right. you, I didn't find anything, he goes, oh, my buddy's got some property. Maybe let me call him. Yep. And it just spirals. And, and that's how it works. You know, yeah. it, it's that way with hunting. Just way with like actual deer yeah. hunting, not relic hunting. Well, but yeah. It, I got a deer detector. <laughs> <laughs> it, it works that way everywhere, it's man. If you're respectful and you treat it like a germ sure. and you leave it better than you found it. Yes, sir. You, no, sir. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's simple. You you well, and, and I think a lot of people probably would be interested to know what that what they'll find on their property oh, yeah. you know what I mean oh, you just yeah, never absolutely. know I mean because you get out uh, you know there's a couple places on our on our club property mm-hmm. um, that I think used to be one place used to be an old store mm-hmm. there I mean this is this maybe go back 80 90 years mm-hmm. um, and then there's an old schoolhouse so I mean you just never know yeah. what you're going to find whether it be military historic or just right you know somebody used to live here yeah, 120 exactly. years ago yeah. Yeah. So I, I yeah. went to a place um, over in Rico, uh, probably about a year ago, and I got one of my coolest finds from there actually. But didn't think we were going to really get into any Civil War stuff. Um, you, you know, you do some looking, you look at contour maps and things like that, topo maps, and you, you kind of 
you locate like where are the water sources because right. you think you know 150 200 years ago they didn't have running water yeah so where, where are your close you water sources? water can't buy water can't know? buy water homes buy water things like that if, if it's high, on the property uh, you look hospitals for high, buy water high points on the property you know yep. you're, you're looking for you know your ridges your flat you know your flat areas things like that and uh we were able you know just by looking at that we we're able to locate a spot where we dug a, like a bunch of really cool flat buttons you know colonial era flat mm-hmm. buttons flower buttons things like that not necessarily, you know, Civil War stuff, but man, some really cool. The coolest part is that you cannot, you can't get more. It's like no, you go deer hunting. Not a renewable resource. You go deer hunting and you shoot two deer, and the next year there's four deer. Yeah, it's just all they steady always right. come back. Good year, bad year, deer will come back. Every Civil ducks. War mini ball that you pull out of the ground is one less. Exactly, in the it's one That's less right. in Every existence. Every belt buckle, one less one in less. circulation. Exactly, yeah. which will probably continue to drive the price up from now to the end of time. Sure, yeah, there will only be. You know, and nobody knows how many's out there. There might no. be forty cannonballs left. There might be four hundred thousand cannonballs left. Right. But every one you find is not only one that somebody else will find, but there's one more that no one will ever find again, yeah. and that you cannot get it back unless you just went around the yard, you know, burying them. <laughs> yeah. But you, you know, you'll never find another one in that spot ever. Yep. It will not come back. It's not like a mushroom. It's not no. like a you know a deer or a squirrel or something. She gone. It's gone. And it's cool, and it adds to your story. You know, somebody oh, yeah. made this, somebody cast this, somebody shot this at somebody else, or somebody dropped it because they were being chased. One, one place and I, I found it. One place I relic hunt. Um, it's is, arrowheads. Same yeah, way, yeah. yeah, same yeah, way. Same thing. One place I relic hunt um, is uh, is in the area of Cold Harbor Battlefield. Mm-hmm. It's over in that area. Not and in the battlefield. Not in the battlefield. Yeah. You ever uh, check that's, around? That's the, a uh, felony, the right? Of, it is. That, that is a felony. You ever day. check around the uh, Battle of Partlow, D? <laughs> battle of Partlow? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things happen yeah. in Partlow. Yeah. I don't know about a battle of Partlow. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I think they have one every weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know they used to. Yeah, about a fire tower? Yeah. It's Rodent Club, yeah. <laughs> yeah, about a fire tower. That's right. Uh, Good place to lose a tooth. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, one of those places that I, that I hunt over there, man, I, it's like every every button I found in there, Every bullet I found in there, I, I know that that particular area, uh, a lot of historians and all view that as like there was a 30 minute time period during the Battle of Cold Harbor that a lot of historians view as one of the bloodiest 30 minutes in American military, yeah. military history. Yeah. Yeah, the history behind that's incredible. We are so fortunate to be near yeah. all that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, We're it's right in the middle of something. Yeah. So yeah. every time I dig a bullet that's fired or dropped, you know, every fired bullet, I wonder, you know, you know, did this guy make it? Every every yeah, like, did it hit somebody? Uh, you did it. You yeah. know, did it. I, you know, last year I, in one area I got into like a little a nest of bullets and I found like twelve drops that were unfired. And I'm sitting there thinking, did this did this guy get killed right here? Right? Or did he just drop his cartridge box? I don't know. Took off running. You know, yeah. um, we probably running we back. Could have been your great 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 uncle. He just took off running. So I'm out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you just, you just good, don't man. know. Yeah. yeah, and it's uh, it's cool you know, to make your own story kind too. Of corny. But 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 in that it's 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 a sense of respect. Yeah, you know these guys, yeah. regardless of whether they were wearing blue or gray, regardless which side of it, it's a part of our history. Yeah, it's it, it's shaped our country, and I just recovered this from the ground, and it's yeah. been in there one hundred and sixty-five years, years or, or, yeah. or whatever that is, and yep. it's which man, you know one hundred sixty-five years. 160, 165 years, it, it's not that long ago. No, man. Blink which is eye. crazy. You yep. know, it, yep. it kind of, you know, you really think about it, it's not that long ago. But, um, we wore loin cloths and carried sticks for a long time. Yeah. And 150 years ago. Oh, man. You know, you still wear loin cloth. <laughs> well, we're still wearing them for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> but you go back a long, 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 long time, nothing changed for 10, 20, 30 million oh, years. Yeah. And it was like, oh, all right, hold on. This dude found a fire. He's going to rub these sticks together. It's going to get warm. And then next thing you know, man, 
production lines Lightspeed. and Henry Ford and the Industrial Revolution, and we're fighting over but, yeah. North and South, and then relic guns, yeah, hundreds, relic guns, guns, 160 Uh, years later, we're sitting here talking about. You know, you said that. You know, it's uh, no, there's not a relic season, but I will say that as the weather cools, um, as the you know the woods start to thin out, you know, the vegetation dies back, the ticks are gone, makes it more enjoyable. It's definitely more enjoyable, Um, and and a lot of folks, especially in our area, you know, in January, once deer season's over, that's when the guys really kick in and get in the woods. Uh, I know that's when I pick up a lot of it myself as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I used to go a lot. I remember it was usually kind of chilly. Yeah. And when we went, or we'd go middle of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was usually after it's hunting season was weather. over. But it's more comfortable. Yeah. Um, you know, we obviously mm. go when the ground wasn't frozen solid. but uh, Yeah, it makes know. it a little tough. Yeah. I just got a text from my dad that said he's doe hunting. Uh, you, do we all three of us know how that's going to end up? It's, you think it's a spike with a two-hour lifespan? Yeah. <laughs> You give him that much time? He said, no, he's dangerous, man. He said, I'm doe hunting behind your aunt's house. Oh. So, uh, everybody tune in next week. See what happens with yeah, Dave we'll, and the doe. We, yeah. We'll find out what happened on the uh, the doe hunt. He shot a nice buck last week. I was fortunate enough to shoot a nice buck last week. And he's like, man, I just want to shoot me a doe. Just want to give me a doe. He's already shot. See, you can't. This, he's already, you know, he's hunting plenty. He's, he's been fortunate right. enough to kill a deer. And, but you can't go doe hunting. No, because then it's going to be five, seven pointers and a right. 15 inch wide. You'll get bored on I've, the fourth one, shoot the fifth one. I quit doing that. Yeah. I just said, you know what? I'm just. Whatever. I'm not even deer hunting. I'm just going. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just going to start going relic hunting. With your relic gun. With my relic gun. Yeah, yeah man. And with I'm your doe detector. We'll just yeah. see what happens. <laughs> yeah. We'll see what we can find. I'll say this in the, in the two and a half years that I've been relic hunting, I, I, I haven't been goose egg yet. I, I always have a successful harvest. That's yeah. good. Yeah, man. Always come home with really? something. Yeah. Always come home with something. This might be a Budweiser can. I was just saying, what is, what is something, man? You I go always by, come home with something. Do you go by West Door and buy a Coke and throw Maybe. it on the ground away? <laughs> we'll, we'll find something, guaranteed. Well, and, well, I throw a bunch of stuff in the ditch. So if you hit, you hit the ditch you. up and down Gatewood Road, you you don't know what you're going to find. Well, I, I thought it'd be great to bring it up because I know you do a lot of it. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's it's great place around here to do it. Yeah. Two, um, it's it's tis the season, not mm-hmm. just for relic hunting coming up soon, but Christmas time. So absolutely, a, if if you know somebody that's uh, it's it's a great gift for somebody. Oh, that it, has it absolutely is, and, and you know if if you're looking to get into it, it's an inexpensive um, hobby after your initial payment. Yeah, and, yeah. after the initial payment, and, and honestly, you know it, the gift that keeps on giving. Absolutely, come on in the green top and get man. your relic gun. That's right. Um, your buddy loses something by his tree stain, you can go over yeah, forty yeah, bucks. I'll go find it. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> we uh we do carry a mine lab line of metal detectors yep. here, and we're going to have you know price point stuff all the way from ninety nine dollars on up to one fifty nine kind of getting into it you know if you're looking if you've got that young person that you know 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 year old that you know you want to get them something that's cool entry level yeah very entry yeah. level yeah and but then could still find something yeah, yeah you definitely will absolutely um, my dad actually you know he helped uh, during our expo he helped with the mind lab booth and he was infatuated with the um, it's like an app that they have that connects to their $99 metal detector, which is really cool. So it connects Bluetooth, and he'd like throw a nickel, a dime, a quarter down on the ground, and he'd swing over it, and it'd come up, and, it, and it'd show on his phone that it, he just swung over a quarter, and it would mark the spot where he found it. Uh, That's on a hundred dollar cool. on a hundred dollar metal. Detector. Yeah, he was just in, he, he, he was crazy about this. He wouldn't he wouldn't shut up. I'm like, man, you got like a you got you got the nice machine there, man. It's just 
you'll like it. It's fun to get uh, But yeah, from there we jump up to like the Vanquish line of metal detectors, which is going to be anywhere from like your 350 to 500, depending on which package you get. One package comes with a couple different coils, um, larger coil for, you know, covering some ground, smaller coil for getting in some tight areas and, mm-hmm. you know, covering what they call like, um, like, trashy areas or areas that are going to have a lot of iron mixed in with your good targets you want a smaller coil to really pinpoint exactly where you're at uh, and then from there we go up to like the equinox line um, equinox 600 and 800 we keep in stock which are incredible metal detectors by mind lab um, one of the first ones if not the first ones in the industry to use multi-frequency technology which is hitting all the frequencies for, for those the 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 metal detector and machine geeks out there, you know what I'm talking about. It's hitting across all frequencies at the same time. So it's hitting things like um, like your lead frequencies, your gold, your silver, you know, all that stuff versus, you know, any machine will, will hit on metal, right? But if you really want to key in on, say, I want to hunt an old spot today, an old colonial spot, and I really want to concentrate on pewter buttons, you can dial it back to a specific frequency that is good for pewter, right? But with multi-frequency, it's hitting all of it. Right. It's just it's it's multi-band. It's running across them all. Um, great machines, Equinox, both 600 and 800. We stock them both here. Those machines, they, they really get up. Um, they're for your for your person that's really serious and getting yeah. into this. You're going to spend any anywhere from six fifty to nine hundred on those particular machines. Um, I, I have once, Equinox. Cry once. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I've got the Equinox eight hundred. My dad's got the six hundred. Um, incredible machines. Found a ton of cool stuff with them. Pretty lightweight, wireless. Well, it's just something wireless headphones. Yeah, it's just something great to do to get out if you want to get outdoors and do something different. Try something different. Yeah. Um, especially this area. This area is just awesome for, for relic hunting. Yeah. Um, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. All kinds of old stores and used to be tractor dealerships. All just, kinds just of little, don't go, go through Spots oh, yeah. Beaver Dam. Yeah. You just know, all just don't go park. digging on a, on a state yeah, park field. Yeah, try to avoid that. Don't, avoid that. <laughs> don't <laughs> take, take everything from your truck to your house anything. to your machine. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> don't take anything on it. The government owns it. Yeah. Don't take it. Well, uh, Todd, it was great having you yeah, on man, the Thanks for having um, me. You know, thanks for uh, I learned some stuff. Thanks for coming. I'm I'm glad we put this together. Is it a relic it, gun? It, it, it's well, not. Yeah, it that's is definitely now. the word of the day. I'm going to call it. that. I've been calling a relic gun my whole life. It's been relic hunting my whole life. Bull elks and relic guns. Bull elks and that's, relic that's, guns, that's, man. That's the that's what we're going. You should have brought your relic gun out there and shot that elk with it. <laughs> <laughs> my man ain't right. <laughs> What's well, tomorrow? Tomorrow, tomorrow's the uh, tomorrow's the day. The day. It's tomorrow's general day. general firearm season opens tomorrow. AKA gun season. AKA yeah. dog season. That's yeah. right. It's going down. It's tomorrow, going down, folks. dude. Yeah. So our buck shots been flying out the door. There'll be a whole lot of brown stuff hitting the ground I'm, tomorrow. I'm just I'm I'm working. I'm not I'm not going. Hmm, well, Sorry. I'm glad you're here because I will not be. I'm, I'm, I will be in a stand. We'll that's right. You're, you're shooting your rifle, man. Yeah, right? I'm hoping my 270, my new 270 is going to bark. Well, that's right. I hope. Well, oh, good luck because this season so far has been dismal. I mean, for you, di- yeah, for me, okay. yeah, it's been horrible. It's it's the deer activity has been strange. It's been real hot and cold, hot and cold, hot and cold. It was mm-hmm. a real real good first 10, 12 days of bow season. Got kind of weird in the middle. Hot, hot, hot first super week of muzzleloader yeah, season, last, week, last of week of bow. Yeah. And then we're kind of in a weird spot right yeah. now. Those are just disappearing in the I think I might right just go them. fishing. Yeah. You could get your relic gun. There's rock fishing in the river right now. Yeah, there's so. good rock fishing right now. I think yeah. I'm just going to go rock, rock fishing. Rock fishing's great. Yeah. Yep. And then maybe I'll go do some relic hunting after I catch a bunch of... You can get a relic reel. Sautage. Take it fishing with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. You ever take it like to the beach? No, I have. That's I, big, I, have. I know that's a big uh, I've got, So yeah. you're that guy? I am that guy. Uh, Sandals, yeah. uh, you know, knee socks. Sunscreen, <laughs> yeah, all white, absolutely. all over your nose. Okay. Out nose. Yeah. With a swim shirt on? 
Uh, totally. Okay. Yeah. I lost my I lost my wedding band at the beach, and and I you was, found a relic gun nerd. Didn't I you? did, and he he just he posted up right next to us, and I saw him whip it out. I said, "Hey man, do me a favor." I said, "I got something. I got a mission for you. I need you to find my wedding band." He's like, "He? I mean, he was fired pumped. up. He was fired up. He's like, well, he probably hadn't right, talked to another human in he six said, months. Just tell, tell me where you've been." I said, <laughs> "Come man, on, man, we're not that bad. <laughs> I've been I've been everywhere right here." So he was man. He went for a solid two hours, and he was he just gave me the shrug. He's mm. like, "Man, I'm sorry." I'm Damn. like, "God, it's all your fault." Damn. Then you had to get a divorce, and the dog ran off. Look at that. More phone calls. That's right, man. Everybody's looking for the uh, Betty buckshot. buckshot. Yep. I, yeah, guarantee, I know that guy. It, he wants buckshot. He's guaranteed. He needs buckshot. All right. So, uh, hey, any questions on relic hunting? Um, send it in info at greentophuntfish.com um, and ask Todd. Todd would be glad to answer any questions on that. Um, if you're in the store and you want to talk about it, come on, find yeah, me. I'll come probably find him be too. somewhere between fishing and archery. I'll be down in that part of the world. Come on and see us. Love to get you set up with your first machine. Uh, so much fun. You yeah. need to check it out. If you don't know what it's about, you need to check it out. If you're ready to upgrade, we can help you with that too. It's a, it's going to be a popular gift for the holidays. Uh, get them while you can. Um, Todd, thanks again for being yeah, here man. today. Yeah, a lot of fun. Good times. Andrew, as always, good luck tomorrow. Happy hunting. Uh, I'm, it's I'm, going down for I'm, real, man. I'm just gonna it's go going to go fishing. Down. Forget it. I'll see y'all in seven weeks. Yeah, I have no all idea right. what this guy looks like. He cut all his hair off for the yeah, first time. That's right. Oh, by the way, yeah, you, you're, yeah. A little, you're a little lighter today. I am light. I'm faster. Yeah. yeah I got, you my, gotta, you I got be, my cleats shined up. You got to be mobile, man. Nike's on, brother. Tomorrow's the day. <laughs> I can't even look at this Tomorrow's guy right now. Tomorrow's the I don't day. I who he is anymore. That's right. Well, all right. If you see a guy wearing all green asking for me, that's why I, that's why I changed my look. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we should probably leave right there. That's what it was. Good luck and be safe out there tomorrow. All right. Good luck, everybody. See you. Thanks for listening to the Green Top Outdoors podcast. Hunting, fishing, and all things outdoors. It's not just a hobby, it's a lifestyle. Like and subscribe to the Green Top Outdoors podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And learn more about Green Top at greentophuntfish.com.